There's only one authority on the Tennessee Titans, and that's the Tennessean. And there's only one show that's an authority, too, and you've found it. This is Talkin' Titans. Hello, everybody. We're talking Titans, and we're talking picking games against the line going into week three of the NFL. And I am Tommy D, sports director at the Tennessean, joined by Eric Backrack, Titans beat writer, and Gentry Estes, sports columnist. Yes, and Gentry is new here, so we're going to have to move starting next week to a percentage system on the picks. And the first thing we need to know, Gentry, is Eric and I have a, a loser takes the winner to lunch pizza thing. Pizza. Pizza we decided at the place where the winner chooses for the pizza. So you in for that? Sure. Sure. Why not? I guess, yeah, the percentage is the only way to. to yeah. To I mean, that. you're not going to. Well, you could probably catch me in wins because uh, I only won three games last <laughs> week against the line. One of them was my pick of the week. But, uh, and see, I would have only bet on those three games. I wouldn't bet on every game. So I would have gone undefeated. Fair. That's what I'm saying kind of, anyway. Yeah. I went three and 13. So I am now 920. Two and one on the year against the point spread in NFL picks, which is why you should listen real carefully to Eric <laughs> and not to me. And Eric, uh, you are 17, 15 and one head above water and uh, also one and one on your pick of the weeks. Yeah, I, I, I think I've gotten the Titans pick wrong both times and I, I don't have a good track record with that. So take that with several grains of salt. But I am proud to be above 500. Yeah, and um, we get our lines from betmgm.com. Uh, if you want to find the latest, we are picking these on Tuesday, almost midday. So if the line shifts from what we discussed, that's why. So we're just going to start off with the Titans game since it's the Thursday night game this week. And uh, the Titans are giving one and a half points on the road at the Jaguars. And there's a lot of people that wouldn't give you a point and a half for the Titans after last week. True. I still think they cover. I, I think I had my scores 22 to 17 Titans win a grinder. You know, the last time the Jaguars saw Derrick Henry, he went just absolutely insane, had a 99 yard run, finished with 238 rushing yards. I think this is the week that he eclipses 100 rushing yards. I've, I lean toward the Jags with the belief that the Titans will still win the close game. Mm-hmm. But if so that, you're taking the point and a half and thinking they won by one, well, and I also think as as Tommy mentioned, as we're recording this, there isn't Jalen Ramsey is still on the Jaguars as we're talking right now, mm-hmm. but that's a drama that might play. You say out. that we've been in this room for five minutes. I could have changed, right? Sure. Exa- exactly, <laughs> and it's it's the kind of thing that I, I think the it's line like could could move a little more, and half if it point. If it gets two, two and a half, three, this is just the kind of game that I think is going to be extremely low scoring, and those couple points could matter. I think the Titans find a way to get out with a win, but I would almost, I, I would lean toward the home team on the points. The Titans will win, and they will win by three points, and they will cover the line. So that's pretty much that. Mm-hmm. The uh, Bengals at the Bills, starting with Sunday's action. The Bills given six points at home. That's an interesting game, and I don't think I've ever been in a position since Jim Kelly left where I would say, take the Bills and give the points. But I think the Bengals are pretty awful, and I think the Bills are better than awful at least. So I'm giving the points and taking the Bills. I agree. I think Josh Allen has looked adequate you know, against the Bengals team. I think that's enough. Revert to the mean game for both teams. I think the Bills are due a loss, and I think the Bengals have been – not horrible so far. If you see what the Seahawks did in week two, I, I think that wasn't a bad performance in week one. So I, I like six points there for Cincy. 
The Dolphins are at, on the road at Dallas. They're getting 21.5 points, and I quite frankly don't understand why they're not getting 41.5 points. Um, I'll just take all the drama out. We're all picking the Cowboys and laying three-plus touchdowns. That's mm-hmm. that's how highly we think of the Dolphins. It could be an 0-16 kind of kind of deal there. Yeah. You know, you would have the, the last undefeated team in the NFL and the <laughs> the reigning unwinless team uh, in the same franchise. Moving along, the Broncos come over the mountain and go to the Packers, and the Packers are an eight-point favorite. What do you think, Gentry? Packers have been a couple of really good wins for them to start the season. That schedule was was pretty tough, and and to be sitting there you know, with the with the possibility of going going three and zero with the Broncos coming into to town. Broncos look beatable right now. Clearly, they didn't play very well in week one against the Raiders, and I think uh, they lost a heartbreaker kind of performance against the Bears, a game they, they could have won at home. You got to like the Packers, even with the eight points is a lot against a team with a pretty good pretty good defense. But, uh, you know, right now the, the Packers are playing well. They've got a lot of offensive weapons I, I think they cover. Same. Yeah, and I just uh, don't have any faith in the Broncos' offense, quite frankly. I'm going I'm, – I'm giving all the cheese – Falcons at Colts. Uh, the Colts that we saw here in Nissan Stadium uh, this past weekend are favored by two and a half at home against the Falcons. And I just think the Falcons are a better team, so I'm, I'm giving those two and a half. I'm, I'm not. I think the Colts win could win by a field goal. I, I probably would predict that. You know, we saw them this past week in a game that, you know, was— You know who has to kick that field goal? That's true. You're right. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. That's, uh, the guy who missed three, get, three extra, extra points. Extra so they win by three points. It's not a field goal. Okay. It's like, it's, uh, I don't know what the— 18 met. to 15. Sure, yeah. <laughs> He's missed, he misses all extra points, but they get it done. getting six points a touchdown. Yeah. You know, I think they're really—kicker uh, aside, I think they're really strong, you know, beginning up front with that offensive line. Marlon Mack didn't have a great game against the Titans, but I think he's still a really good runner. Brissett looked really pretty strong despite, I think, only throwing for 150 yards. You know, just as a very versatile quarterback who can burn you in a lot of different ways. Uh, I think the Colts are, you know, even without Andrew Luck, I think they're a legit team this year, and I could see them winning at home against a really good Falcons team. I think that'll be a, a fun game. The Falcons on Sunday night, hurt pretty much Philly's entire offense by the end of that game. That was one of the most physically just imposing performances I've seen, certainly from a, from a Falcons defense, and, and I think with the playmakers they've got off. And the Falcons, I think, are one to watch now. Uh, they'll, especially with uh, Drew Brees' injury in New Orleans, I, I think the Falcons are getting set up here to have a pretty good season, and, and the, they'll outscore Indy. Speaking of teams that outscore people, Ravens have done that a little bit, and the Chiefs certainly have. Uh, both are capable, and that's a very big game and a very good game on the schedule this week. Ravens at Chiefs in Kansas City, which is, I think, one of the harder places to play for some mm-hmm. reason yeah, in, right. in this league. And uh, Chiefs are given six and a half points, and so am I. You know, I think I think six and a half is a lot for a Ravens offense that you know, believe it or not, with Lamar Jackson has looked really good. He's he's the running looking, back a quarterback turned out to be a pretty good quarterback. Turned out he could throw a little bit. I'm, you know, at this point, a, a, a big believer in him. I think he's the real deal as far as his skill set, and uh, you know, I think that'll be an absolute shootout. I think it could be a forty to thirty-seven type game, but I think the Ravens hang tough. I just think. You know, uh, giving them six and a half points with that offense, I think that's it's a recipe for uh, for covering. I think the Ravens have benefited a little bit by who they've played so far. This is going to be a different deal in Kansas City. I think, I think the road atmosphere. I like Kansas City pretty big here. 
Okay, uh, the Raiders go to the Vikings, and the Vikings are given eight and a half. And I thought that was a little high, but I'm, I'm still giving it because I just don't have any faith in these Raiders. I don't. I don't think they have a clue what they're doing. I don't think their organization knows what they're doing. I don't think their quarter their their coach knows what what they're doing what he's doing. So I am giving the eight and a half points, and we'll probably regret it because look at my record so far. <laughs> I mean, I think the Raiders, you know, there's still an enigma, I think, to everybody. I think they were beating the Chiefs in that, that game uh, in week two, 10 to nothing. And then I looked up and it was 28 to 10. And I think that was the final score. I, I think they're interesting. I think they've got some weapons. I think eight and a half points is a lot. I think the Vikings will win that game. I just think eight and a half is a lot. Same. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Jets at Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are surprising less than three full touchdowns uh, unless they're going to bring in Adam Vinatieri to kick one of the extra points. Uh, given 20 and a half points with the hanging Chad there. Um, and I'll just, again, take all the drama out of it and tell everyone we're all saying give all those points, mm-hmm. give more points, double down. The Jets just are not, not going to be able to do anything with that. Lions at Eagles and Philadelphia is giving seven points. Um, what do you think, Eric? You know, I think I think the Eagles are legit. I think they're you know a Super Bowl contending team potentially. I mean, I think uh, seven points is is a lot, but you know, I've, I've got no faith in, in the Lions per se. I think Carson Wentz is going to put together a really strong year. I like the Eagles at home. Philly's banged up here. They were really banged up off that Sunday night game. You need to see who they're going to have out. They, they could conceivably not have Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson. I, I just I, – I do think they'll probably win this game, but the Lions are the kind of team that can hang in there and keep it closer than seven. Yeah, I went with the old I, – I, by the way, after last week, I just mainly flipped a coin because that would give me at least a 50-50 <laughs> yeah. chance, uh-huh. which is much better than I've had. But I just went with the mascot thing. I think air superiority of the eagle um, swooping in over the lion. So I have no real basis for that, except uh-huh. I do think uh-huh. they've got more playmakers. And and God bless the Lions. They're trying, but they're not getting much done in that franchise. So we go out west, the Panthers giving two-and-a-half points at the Arizona Cardinals, and I am that idiot who's taken the Cardinals because I think the Panthers are a team that's beat up to heck and back, this, especially a quarterback. Right? This, to me, is the line I liked the most out of any game this weekend. Spoiler. If Cam Newton is healthy. As we sit here talking now, there was talk that he's out of practice and, and re-injured his foot. Without Cam Newton, I think this is a totally different discussion, obviously. No one even knows who their backup is. But the the Panthers played the Rams to the wire in Week One, then they lost. Then they got to go play on Thursday night. And I always the Thursday night games are just a different deal for a lot of teams. Anyway, played horribly really against Tampa and lost a game they should have won. They go on the road and get a pretty beatable Cardinals team here, and, and I, I I I like them by way way more than two and a half points. Again, if the quarterback's out there, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, Giants, uh, a team that struggled at the Buccaneers, a team that struggled, and the Bucks are given six and a half points, and it, it tells you just how much faith we have in the New York Football Giants with their new quarterback Daniel Jones. To be the Daniel Jones, Duke game. boy, and that leaves things open where certainly Eli's coming to Nashville, right? Is that what the <laughs> what the signal is here? There, this is my scenario: is that the Titans trade for Jalen Ramsey so they can then trade him for Eli Manning. Um, that's what I want to see. But anyway, I am- that, that Tampa defense is is one of the most improved units in the league through mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. They really are, and 
not sure this is the game you want to be throwing the guy out there for his first start but yeah that's the thing and i, I like the bucks here and, I, and we all do and we're all given the six and a half texans at chargers chargers an interesting team and a three-point favorite and i'm still not sure what to make of the texans yet i don't either i just for some reason my gut was telling me houston i think they're good i think deshaun watson's good uh, i think it'll be a really tough game and um honestly i probably would have liked a little bit more than three points on the road but my gut was telling me houston and i'm going with houston i think chargers are a very underrated team they're they're always in the playoff picture way more often than not they've got a very very good nfl quarterback that most people don't realize i mean i don't know these elite elite but gosh he's been good for a long time mm-hmm. and he still is and i'm going with the chargers i like i like the chargers here too um they're one of those teams that very quietly will keep winning all year and nobody will pay them any attention because we'll all be talking about kansas city mm-hmm. and the chargers will sneak in the playoffs again yep Steelers at the 49ers. 49ers given seven against the Ben Roethlisberger-less Steelers, uh, who are 0-2. And, and for that reason, I'm taking the Niners, and uh, that, that hurts my heart to say so because I'm a Steelers fan. But I just – 49ers have looked like a really good football team they so did, far. And, and no Roethlisberger. Who wasn't playing that well anyway. That's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're not wrong, but he's still – you know this this guy that could go into San Francisco. Two on the weeks road. ago, if anybody gives you San Fran minus seven against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sorry, that's Lock of the that's I, yeah. I, I, I take the Steelers here. I, I don't care. I, I know the the Niners have played well so far, but the Steelers are. are are too good to lose another game, and I don't care. And I actually think their quarterback's going to be better than people think. You didn't say not lose another game. You mean all season. You I mean, just mean, three I mean to lose row. another game this week right, after okay. the way they started the season. I would take the wins. I'm a Steelers fan, so give me all the wins. But, okay, so Saints at Seahawks. Interesting game because another quarterback out, Drew Brees, and that makes the Seahawks a four-and-a-half-point pick at home, and I think they're good for it. Good defense, and I just don't – Really, I'm not impressed with what I see in the Saints without um, Breeze. I agree. I mean, I, I really like them. Uh, you'll see how much in a bit when we get to lock Spoiler. of the week. Seattle at home, I, I always think that's such a tough game for, for anybody. And without Drew Breeze, I mean, the Saints still have you know a boatload of, of playmakers. I just I think that's going to be a really tough game for them. And four and a half, uh, you know, I think is is a good number for them. I think you're going to see a lot of Taysom Hill, and I think you're going to see the ball in the hands of Alvin Kamara a lot, All maybe day. more than he would have been normally. And for New Orleans, that is a good thing. I think they they win this game. Tough road game, but don't buy the Seahawks just yet. The uh, Super Bowl runner-up, uh, Rams, minus two and a half at these presumed Super Bowl champion Browns. <laughs> Spoiler, we all took the Rams and give the two and a half points, and I would do that a hundred times. That, that a wasn't a given for me, though. I think that's a, that was a tougher call. I, I think... The Rams have looked beatable here. They're, yeah, they got winning. a good defense. They, they do. That's what I really like about them. And if you watched, I know it was against the Jets and everything, but right. I think Cleveland's defense played very, very well uh, last night in the, in the Monday night game. And I think offensively they got a few things figured out with their new receiver that everybody was talking so much about. So that well, it, with a game in Cleveland, we'll see on that. I, I, again, I picked the Rams. I'm just saying that was not a. That's one I wouldn't bet on. But we had, to be clear, we did all pick the Rams. So. We did pick the Rams. Okay, Monday night the Bears uh, with that nasty defense giving four points at the Redskins, and I'm just going home dog. Four points is enough for me. Um, I think the Bears went ugly, but that's kind of what, what they, they do. do. Yep. But I don't think they just run you off the field. I don't see how the Reds can score any points in this game. Really, they don't. They, you have to be super explosive to do much against that defense. No and, kidding. 
And if there's anything the Redskins are not, they are not explosive, really, with, with what they have out there offensively. They're going to lose three to nothing because Bears can't <laughs> score either. And but they've got a kicker now who can exactly. make some clutch kicks that minus four. Boy, Eddie right. Panero, wow. <laughs> That's the, the last Alabama kicker um, that was any good, and he wasn't really an Alabama kicker, but he was committed at one point. I didn't even know that, actually, until yeah. I heard him talking about that on TV. 65 that... at the end of that game for a winner. I'll, I'll take that guy all day. So uh, Gentry and Eric pick the Bears, and I'm with the Redskins. And now we go to our picks of the week, which two of which have been semi-revealed. Gentry, why don't you remind us what you like? Well, I, I backed up what I said earlier on the Panthers uh, going to, to the Cardinals. Although, as we spoke about it, though, I still think that the Steelers with the Niners are seven points. Come on. But not to be confusing, my pick of the week would be um, Carolina at Arizona getting uh, getting two and a half. Mine was Seahawks home to the Saints. Seahawks are minus four and a half. I, I just really like them without Breeze. Although, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm really tempted by the Patriots plus whatever or minus, yeah, minus 80 the, against yeah. the Jets. <laughs> I'm so tempted. And I, I regret not picking the, the Patriots last week against the Dolphins, even though that line was absolutely well, insane. 28 and a half or something. I, you know, I think a good strategy is pick against the Jets, the Dolphins. It, it's it's remarkable this year how the non-competitive What happens teams, when they play? It like uh, <sighs> blows a hole in the universe or something. And uh, finally, I am taking those uh, Falcons, and they're going to beat the Colts in Indianapolis, the kickerless Colts. Mm. And um, I think that's a nice pick there. Actually. I kind of yeah. like that. I just think they're they're the better team to begin with, and and I wasn't that impressed with the Colts. And I think the Falcons are a much better team than people realize. And in six or eight weeks, we're going to be talking about them as a contender. So yeah, that's why I like. I think them. that their week one was kind of deceptive as far as you know the the outlook for them the rest of the way they check a lot of boxes they do need matt ryan to play a little better but they they if you look at what they have at every every spot on the roster they are pretty sound all right well that is it for our talking titans uh week three pick against the line edition we're doing it every week uh with the gentry estes our columnist who's joined us for the first time and with eric Bacharach. Our Titans beat writer and me, Tommy Dees, the sports director at the Tennessean. We encourage you to download and subscribe to this podcast at iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. And to consider a subscription to the Tennessean, Tennessean.com, to cover, uh, watch all of our Titans coverage. Talkin' Titans hosts each Thursday at Tennessean.com. You can also subscribe to Talkin' Titans for free on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. I'm Sean King. Talkin' Titans is a production of the Tennessean.